Hello and welcome to What the Fox podcast with your two hosts, Lindsay Fox and Amber Ross. Hey everyone, before we dive into a really exciting episode with my cousin, Laura Bowling. Hi. I'm so excited to have her on. <laughs> uh, but before we get started, I just want to remind you guys. We are sponsored by TherapyAppointment.com. So Therapy Appointment is the practical tool for starting, growing, and managing a practice. If you are a clinician trying to go into private practice, if you are looking for a therapist near you, go to TherapyAppointment.com. And last but not least, my business, ConsciousHealers.com, is also sponsoring today's episode in an effort to also highlight the value of consciously healing your life, both in the form of coaching, retreats, and this is where, drum roll please, um, Laura Bowling comes in with her business, uh, Conscious Events LA. So, woohoo, let's get into it. <laughs> Thank I you. My favorite part about this is the fact that you two are related and you're so closely tied with like the way you approach life, the way you talk about flow and just all of <laughs> um all of it comes together so well. Even I had a few moments for those who don't know to chat with Laura before we started recording today and it was um it was a very familiar conversation almost <laughs> like I was talking with Lindsay as far as Oh really? We're <laughs> missed the conversation. Like, yeah. so do, you were here. You were here. <laughs> No, it was great. It's just um, that comfort level you have with some folks that you just don't have when you meet someone for the first time, because Laura, you and I have not met before now, and we, we are meeting <laughs> virtually, um, but it, like, my soul was at rest when you were talking. Aww. I was like, oh, this is comfortable. Like, this is just something <laughs> that you could spend time with. So I love that. It's a Thank genetic you. thing. <laughs> Clearly. I think it's also, like, the older that I get and the more that I feel like I'm just authentically myself. The more people feel comfortable because you're like, oh, this person's being genuine, you know? Yeah. And Absolutely. also, just just for our listeners' sake, I have to like fill you guys in. You guys, this is my cousin who Amber <laughs> and I talked about whenever I got back from California. Do you guys remember the beginning of season two? I believe the episode could be called Flow, which is so, <laughs> so accurate for Laura. I was talking to you guys about how um I, I had just like, I met Laura for my first time in person just in September. We are related. We are cousins. We've connected through Facebook. It's such a cool story. Totally tune in to the episode to hear all about it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, for for those of y'all who do not remember, Laura is who I was referencing whenever I was like kind of laughing with Amber and saying, uh, Amber's like, yeah, I I don't do flow unless it's planned, (laughs) like unless it's scheduled. I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's not how that works. (laughs) And then I said, I met my cousin and she took that shit to the next level of what flow was to the point where (laughs) I learned like, wow, I have a lot of anxiety around Laura's version of flow because it was so (laughs) unfamiliar to me. (laughs) <laughs> Which it's we got re- a lot of good laughs out of Laura, not at your expense, okay. <laughs> but at like the dynamics between Lindsay and I, because her scheduling is incredibly different to my scheduling. And we both yeah. sort of stress each other out with our different styles. So yeah. seeing someone take it to the next level and manage to stress Lindsay out a little bit was like, <laughs> I kind of sat back and thought, huh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, one thing I've learned is, I mean, especially after I had my spiritual awakening, it just taught me that you have to listen to source in the split second and the trajectory of where source will take you if you just trust it is unbelievable. But mm. um, it's in the split second because the second you get in your head and you start to second guess and question things, you're already taking yourself off the path of your highest self. Like mm. that's something that I've learned in my life experience. And it's it really, really resonates with me. And the person that I think explains it the best is if you ever listen to Abraham Hicks. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. So Abraham Hicks, the way she explains it, I'm like, it makes the most sense to me. And I'm such a feeler. I'm not a thinker at all. Like most, ever since I've been a little girl, like I just, I love to feel right. And I think that's, I think that's given me a really big um benefit in life over a lot of other people in general, because this is a vibrational universe and it's hard to understand that, but what you feel is what you're attracting back at you. Mm, so if you yes. just stay on that high vibration and you just allow and you, you really have to trust source because I'll tell you on the opposite end in times when I haven't trusted things don't go my way. Right. Mm. <laughs> so you really got to just trust. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you, you tried really to control an outcome and it didn't work out in your favor. Uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> always, you know, you oh just gotta gosh. let you gotta let go, and when you when you trust and you let go, like oh my gosh, source will guide you in ways yeah. that you never even thought were possible. Like I'll give you an example for this event. Um, my business partner, she's a psychic as well, and uh, she. Oh works wait, we off- haven't even introduced oh, that side of you. Sorry, yet. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking. I'm sure people are wondering. Oh. Wait a minute, who is Laura? Yeah, How, we know she's oh, Lindsay's sorry. cousin. <laughs> What is your, um, so we should probably take it back a step. So Lindsay yeah, already okay. threw out your business name. So let's go ahead and yes. say that again and say, what do you do? What is it? And who are you? Okay. So, um, my business name is Conscious Events LA. It is a mutual benefit nonprofit for the community where we throw events and our whole mission statement is, um, unifying conscious beings in time and space where you will feel illuminated and find your connection to divine source. And I think um, it's very personal and it's individual. Mm. And that's the most important part because everybody's version of source is different mm-hmm. to you, you know, like uh, whatever your alignment is and your vortex is very personal to you. So my whole mission with creating that is a sound bath meditation. And through that, taking the time to be intentional about why you've come to this space, why you brought yourself here, and just to take that time to tune in and really listen to that guidance and get in your body and out of your head. Mm, yes. Um, yes. You know, and I, yeah. I also think it's important to highlight, Laura, you identify as being someone who is a spiritual entrepreneur, which I, I yes. love this <laughs> labeling for you. Like, I love that you came up with this name to kind of like, because I was like, how earlier, I was like, how do you want me to introduce you? Because the truth of the matter is Laura wears a lot of different hats, which I won't mm. get into all of them, but yeah. she has, she's certainly owned different businesses in her life and has various um, skills and talents to pull from, from all walks of life. <laughs> and um, spiritual entrepreneur, I, I feel like that is so all encompassing of, of so many different facets. And here just a second ago, you just casually threw in psychic. And so this is not something (laughs) like, (laughs) I have never talked about this on the podcast. Like I've never talked about our, like 
I didn't talk about this in our episode or anything, but yeah, um, Laura and I both have a shared um, connection around psychic mediumship. And I don't ever talk about this on the podcast because I'm here as a clinician and I only focus on kind of like the clinical side of things. So mm-hmm. this definitely, I feel like this episode will certainly bring out a whole nother element that um, we never talk about on the podcast, but it's a big <laughs> part of my coaching business behind the scenes. But Laura, what is a spiritual entrepreneur? <laughs> so for me right now in my life, I feel like uh, I just listen to source and what it guides me to do. And right now it's guiding me to um, connect people to spirit. So when I say spiritual entrepreneur, um, I'm helping people connect to source. Like that's my main goal in life so that they can feel free in themselves and to free themselves from, you know, past generational patterns. Like you and I have talked very much about how, um, I feel really led to connect women right now to their divine feminine energy because there's so many women in the workplace that we're getting too much in our heads and in our masculine that we're disconnecting from our bodies and that's our superpower. Right. And I, that girl, keep going. (laughs) So that's our, that's our, that's our superpower. And there's many different tips and tricks you can do to ground yourself. Like something I've been doing lately is I'll go on a walk in the morning and I will take my shoes off and I'll put my feet in the grass and Mm. I'll just like squish around in the grass and instantly I'm in my body. I'm feeling the grass on my feet. I'm listening to the birds outside feeling the wind brush against my cheeks. But when we're in our body, that's when we're guided by spirit. If we start getting in our heads and overthinking and spinning, we're already completely disconnected from that alignment and our inner guidance. That's right. That's right. When we are choosing and I don't even real, I don't actually think that people realize they're choosing this because it, it yeah. is a choice, but mm-hmm. um, you know, to witness yourself with non judgment, And to practice Mm -hmm. that level of mindfulness is so, so hard for so many people, Um, you know, not just women, but it's just something that in our society, we have been so trained to focus on like how to make lists and, and meet people's needs and da, 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 that it's like, we're not in the here and now, and we're not in flow. And it's really hard to, I think as a, as a woman, to your point, keep up with societal demands while um, trying to get back in touch with yourself spiritually. And um, I'm wondering if you can say more about why it's so important now for women to reconnect with themselves. Why now? Um, I think now it's so important because this is one of the first times in the history of the earth that women are not connecting with themselves because America as a whole, one of the, I feel like America being one of the biggest countries that are pushing women to be in the workplace, it's taking us out of our element. And I mean, it's great. And I love working too, but I've kind of turned it around to where when I am at work, like I let my intuition guide me rather than my head anymore. And I think that helps me make better decisions, you know, Um, because it's, it's very different environment. The masculine energy and the feminine energy are two completely different things. And the planet needs more of that feminine energy. Like women now are supporting each other. We're no longer in competition on the earth. We're um, stepping up and like showing that support for each other. And I mean, I, I just personally think it's time for the patriarchy to like take a break and like let that nurturing energy of the feminine heal the planet. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, let's get into it. I love no, it. Do you right, want to know so, what's so, so, so Man, don't we just dumped right off the deep end. I, le- I really love it. You said so much there that was so powerful. And, you know, you don't know much about me as a human or as an employee or any of those things, but I do work for a Fortune 500 company. Um, I am surrounded by masculine energy all day. I am surrounded by, I am a project manager, so it does require yeah. that specific thinking brain. And one of the things you just, you, um, you set off a memory for me when I first came over to this project management role, um, Mm -hmm. I could, uh, very instinctively tell which projects were going to work well, which items were going to go sideways, which things were not going to work. Like it just, in my mind, I saw it so very clearly and I had everyone asking, they're like, but why do you know that? Show us the data. Show us the information, show us it in a Gantt chart, show me it in an Excel file, like whatever the case may be. And I just kept looking at them and I'm like, no, can't you see it? Like, can't you feel it? And the first time I said, can't you feel it to someone? I thought their head was going to pop off. Because I was like, <laughs> like what is she feelings? talking about? You're like, feel. No, they were what thinking, oh my God, who did we hire? Like, what just happened? Because I legitimately, and I was right every single time. I'm like, okay, so we've got to find a way that I can back into the data for the rest of you people, but I'm going to still continue with my own intuition because it's Mm -hmm. working. Um, So it just, as you say that, I'm like, oh, absolutely. Every single day, um, leading with that feeling, leading with that intuition and connecting with what your inherent knowledge, not the knowledge that you think you know, but the knowledge that's in there that you're not really aware of, right? Absolutely. And I feel like it's, there's so there's two different levels to that um there's this book that abraham wrote and and jerry abraham and jerry hicks that i love it's called ask and it's given that's one of the new books that i've read um and i feel like just naturally as women and i'm sure you ladies can relate i do this naturally i'll tell spirit like okay this is what i want to manifest i'll meditate about it i'll put it out there and then i just let it go and i'm like all right and then you're in the receiving mode and when you're in the receiving mode that's when the, that information comes that you're talking about. It's those downloads of that feeling mm-hmm. in your body. You feel it, mm-hmm. or it's just an intuitive, like, Oh, this just popped into my head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just go with it and it's going to guide you down so many different ways. I'll give you an example. So, um, when my business partner and I were looking for a space, we <laughs> had, <love> this. <laughs> so my business partner kind of started freaking out a little bit. Cause she's like, all right, Laura, like, I know you stay in flow, but like, we got to take action. Like we need to pick a space now. We've got these <laughs> vendors coming. We've got all these people and they're wanting to know where the space is. I'm like, I, we've spent like hours on peer space looking at spaces. And I'm like, nothing came to me that I already saw and envisioned from spirit. And I'm just like, listen, you got to trust me. She, she like, you just, it's not, this isn't it yet. It's we're not here. So you have an amber. I'm so excited. You have an amber. See, I just want you to know, Laura, what you're talking about with your business partner. This is like how Amber and I operate where I'm like, Amber, everything's going to work out. Like we don't need to worry about it. And the fact, this is why I I crack up with you, Laura, because I'm like, I cannot freaking believe we're related. (laughs) I can't. Those are so similar in some ways, but it's just hilarious. So, so she finally, finally, I just, she was really, really stressed. She's like, yeah, but we can't get these people on board. They're not going to believe us, whatever. I'm like, look, it's meant to be this way. And I'm not going to settle on a space until I love it, period. That's it. 
Like we can start selling the tickets, the website's up, whatever. And then we could be to be determined, whatever. So Tell I went Amber to go when look this at, was. Tell this was, the audience when this, when this oh, incident this took convers- place. Yes. So this co- incident took place maybe three weeks before our event, maybe a month before, a month or three weeks before our event. But get this. So let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay. So <laughs> I went to go, I went to go look at a space in Santa Monica. It was perfect. It was big. They were charging like around a thousand dollars for the night. Um, it was a massive space, but I, we had already set an intention and a prayer with the angels and I had asked for it to be $500. I was like, that's the budget. It was be $500. Like we're, I'm trusting you angels are putting it out there, whatever. So we go look at this space and uh, I talk the guy down to 750. I talk him down to 750. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm like, all right, whatever I can do 750. My business partner calls me. I'm in Santa Monica. She's like, Hey, there's this new, um group called the grateful giraffes and they're throwing a spiritual event this afternoon and they have a space in venice and i'm told the space is free she's like do you want to come with me to check it out i'm like free are you kidding me like how big is it she's like i don't know anything but like let's go support them go to the event figure it out so we go there and she she's friend megan lee joy um who's a producer for events she's throwing this events for this group called the grateful giraffes I end up meeting this guy named Max who heads the Grateful Drafts. And what's so funny is my business partner had went to her psychic previously, maybe like two months before we started this. And he told her we were going to get the space from a man within our community. And it was going to be a man and it was going to be connected with our spiritual community. So this space is massive. There's multiple different rooms, so much rooms for vendors, a nice space for DJ big space for the sound bath. And I'm like, this is free. I'm like, are you kidding? I kept asking him over and over again. I'm like, are you kidding? Ask me? It, it is given. Ask yeah. I'm like, I'm like free. And I'm like, what's the catch? He's like, uh, you just have to give grateful giraffes like a 50% off discount. I'm like done. That's easy. No big deal. Whatever. I'm like, are like, this is, this is really happening. I, I couldn't believe it. So it's like, I asked for the $500 and the angels are like, she wants $500. We're giving it to her for free. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but that's and what I mean by when it's so divinely led, as long as you just go with it and you trust it, I, it's insane. I totally agree with you on this on so many, on so many different levels. And I want to actually hone in on this, on the key word choice that you said around divinely led. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not me speaking as a clinician. This is just me, Lindsay, talking. Um <laughs> I said, you know, cause it's like, I'm not trying to get into clinical shit right now. I'm just saying like divinely led. I feel when I hear that every fiber of my being is saying when, when something is divinely led, that means when you are doing something for the highest good of all, when you are yes. doing something that is for the greater good, the highest good of humanity and those around you in support of others, the magic just flows. Everything yeah. else falls into, into place. And, and frankly, Amber and I have had these conversations around the podcast. I mean, yeah. the way things have, you know, flowed with elements of the podcast where my sweet Amber has been frazzled, and <laughs> frazzled, frazzled with schedules and this, that, and the other. And, oh, my gosh, we don't have this, and that's not planned, and that's not the – you know, there's been moments where we've been really stressed out or there's been some moments of uncertainty. And then it's like, you know what? We just have to turn it over and, and mm-hmm. trust yeah. that – you know, we are, this podcast has a purpose. We're doing things for the highest good and everything's going to work out. And it has. Absolutely. 
So ask and it is given, right? (laughs) It's the truth. And the hard part, I think, in that is um, it's like there's a saying my grandma used to always say, like, don't – like whenever we would make – I'm Italian. Whenever we make, like, sauce or pasta – she would always tell me, like, watched water never boils. Mm-hmm. So you really just have to ask, and then you have to let it go and go focus somewhere else, you know? Focus on another thing. Focus on another task and just trust that it's going to come. Because if you sit there waiting and watching, and that's us trying to control the situation, right, and not trusting yeah. and not having faith. Girl, that was me throughout my entire divorce process. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And how, stand, did and, stand it and waiting. It was, and truthfully, did it serve you? Hell no. 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 A hell no. I mean. And so that's a perfect example. Absolutely. In fact, I've spent so much time reflecting, you know, just, and I I don't mean like uh, hyper fixated on this, but I mean in the space of of growth and lessons learned and reflection. um, Yeah. I've certainly taken time to say like, wow, you know, I, I inflicted so much harm on myself during that divorce process because I was trying to watch the pot of water boil and yeah. instead of just trust that things would work out. You know, it took a couple years within that process for me to get to that point and just say, you know what, it, it is what it is. It's going to unfold the way that it's going to unfold. And, you know, frankly, Laura, you're a really big part of that journey with me because I, I met you right after the trial happened where he didn't show up to trial, you know, yeah. it was just a devastating situation and, and, and meeting you and really leaning into seeing the way that you choose to live your life and flow, um, was really inspirational for me. I mean, it, it really, you are very inspirational to Aww, me. You make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank but you. I just, it really, it, it really, you inspired my soul in a way that I'll never be able to fully articulate. And I know that you are so beautiful. Your heart is beautiful. Your gifts are incredible. And I know that this business that, that, that you're leaning into, um, Conscious Events LA in Los Angeles, folks. If y'all, if y'all are out on the West Coast, you need to go West check Coast. it out. Please come. Please come. <laughs> you know? It's um, going to be amazing. But, you know, this is not just a night of self-care. This is a night of really leaning into your own spiritual awakenings and really getting yes. present with who you are and, and what you want to become. Um, and I really do believe that Knowing what I know about Lara, which again, I'm not just pulling this stuff out <laughs> of thin air. Y'all can listen to previous episodes here. Um, but you know, she, she knows what she's doing and she really does have an amazing gift. And, and just like I meet random amazing people on my walks of life, Lara has the same kind of frenetic energy where she's like a little spark plug and does the exact same thing. <laughs> so I have no <laughs> doubt the vendors that are going to be there are going to be phenomenal. So, oh yeah. Um, where can people go just so we can do a quick little plug around that? What's the website so people can check it out and get tickets? So our website is super easy. It's www.consciouseventsla.com. Excellent. <laughs> um, very le- yeah, super easy. You can um, go on there and there is on our homepage, there's a buy me buy now button. And I will go ahead and give your listeners, um, you can use the code bloom 77 no spaces and you will get a discount 
Oh, nice. awesome. Thank Bloom you. 77. Yeah. Well, you will include yeah. this in the show notes. And the event <laughs> is on March 18th, y'all. March so 18th. It's, the it's coming up. So y'all better hop on the bandwagon if you want to get in on it. Um, that's awesome. So before, um, I want to just mention beforehand, you had said something about having a spiritual awakening. Yes. And, you know, now that I've kind of like talked about the event thing, can we just circle back to like, Oh my gosh, it's a long story. Like how much time do we, (laughs) we've got time Um, and I'm here for it. So what, what what does spiritual awakening mean? (laughs) So so (laughs) let me start from the beginning of my journey. So I was in a relationship with a guy, um, who I won't say his name, but (laughs) I had, I'm super intuitive, right? And at that point in my life, I would just, I didn't realize, um, how intuitive I was and how sometimes it's not best to tell people things when they're not ready. Mm. So his dad had committed suicide and within our relationship, I could see a lot of things coming out where I was like, so obvious, like he needs to forgive his dad because we're having these issues because that hasn't happened. And one day I just blurted out, like, you need to forgive your dad. And he was not ready to hear that information. Yeah. And he broke up with me. And it was super devastating and traumatizing. And um that week I had gone to a friend's birthday dinner. And at the birthday dinner, um, the woman sitting next to me, I started talking to her. We connected. She was a conscious relationship coach. <laughs> and this was like three <laughs> years ago, right? So um I'm like... Oh my gosh, I was supposed to meet you, which, and I didn't even tell her anything, but I just knew intuitively this is meant to be Laura. It's time to work on your shit, work on yourself and not worry about other people. And when it happened, I remember telling my mom and my mom goes, you know what, Laura, you don't know everything. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, you can't just talk to people like, you know, everything, like you cannot speak to people like that. I know you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> And so I spent about two years um, going through this process with her name is Jess and she was amazing and she changed my life um, with her of just really, I was ready to do the work at that point in my life. I did not hold anyone else responsible. I just want to comment on something super quickly. I don't want you to lose your thought though, is that that comment is just kind of sitting with me when you said that um, uh, this was your mom, you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't know everything. Which, by the way, guys, I still have not met Laura's parents. You have. AKA... Yes, you have. You just oh. forget. Oh, yeah. I, well, and I definitely don't remember them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Whoops. Have Sorry. I really? You did oh. it. You're at your, the thing Jill hosted for you when everybody came to meet you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, too many people I don't remember, but that was a really cool moment. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> um, so to that statement of like, you know, you have to be careful about what you're saying. I think yeah. like an interesting call out here that I want to bring attention to is that, um, okay, yes, I can hold space for an element of that within the scope of humanity. But I think something that does get challenging when you are more intuitively gifted mm-hmm. is the fact that it's sometimes there's certain things where you know and can see so clearly 
wow, this is a major part of this person's healing journey that they're yeah. at this crossroads where if I say it right now, they won't, they might not miss the, the train that's taken off without them. Yeah. They might be able to have an opportunity to heal this really important part of their life. And I'm seeing a, a crossroads here where I can wave down the flag and be like, Hey, absolutely. And so I totally understand and I've, da- I've honestly struggled with this as well is like this, um, you know, how to figure out the balance of, um, yeah, time and, uh, the placement of time and when to speak and, uh, being really consciously aware of like, maybe that, like that person's not going to be ready to receive this message right now and, and knowing when to bite your tongue. And it's a freaking yeah. hard thing to, to really yeah. reassess because you also want to be true to, your intuitive and spiritual side when you see something so clearly where you're being pushed to help someone with their healing. Absolutely. So Absolutely. how did that conscious relationship coach with like help you out with, uh, oh, she, you know, the different factors that you were exploring? She helped me out so much. Um, she, I learned that I was, had major people pleasing, you know, major, major people pleasing. And, um, I was raised by women. Essentially, my parents always worked. My grandmas, my time grandmothers basically raised me. And that was, you know, everybody else before yourself. That's how I was raised. That's how the women in my family are and how your grandma is, you know, um, just everybody else before themselves. We were always taught to be that way. And so I remember the one of the first weeks of my coaching, she had given me homework that was like, anytime somebody wants to do something for you, you have to say yes. It was like I had to receive and I failed drastically. <laughs> like just little I things like after challenge. work, like somebody mm. was like, Oh, wanted to buy me food. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I got it. And they're like, no, but I, I'm going to buy this for you. It was like, no, 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 I'm okay. I got it. And I remember I was out um, at a friend's birthday dinner the next week and her boyfriend was like, Oh, I'll drive you home after. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll Uber. I, it's fine. You don't have to. And then I realized like, Oh my God, I am not letting people give to me and how much joy it brings me when I give to them. And I'm taking mm-hmm. that away from them. Yeah. And then through that, it was also a big portion of it for me was like self-love. And I did not understand what that meant at all mm-hmm. um, because I always put people before myself. So it was like a whole year of breaking that down. Right. And then I started questioning my friendships and like the people I hang out with and who's in my life and the whole self was breaking down, but I really didn't get completely the love yourself part. Yeah. Girl, um, that's a so, hard one in lifelong. <laughs> it is. It is. Right. So the pivotal point for me was I was um, going on a trip to Nashville for CMA fest. And this girl that I was friends with here wanted to go with me. I, we didn't get along that well. You know, she was a friend, but like I go hiking with her, but she tended to be super negative and I'm a very positive person. And no matter how much I would try to get this girl to focus on the positive, she would never do it. And I knew within my soul something was off and it didn't align. Um, she didn't really have the money to spend to go, but she really wanted to come. And so I was like, okay, I'll pay for the room. And you, she gave me like 300 bucks and I think I spent like around 1500 or something. And, um, we went to dinner that night with my, um, our cousin, Christy, our cousin, Christy lives in Nashville, went to dinner with Christy and her friends. Um, it was a pretty early night. I went back to the hotel around 11 and on the way back to the hotel, I realized the girl that I went with was super wasted. I mean, beyond wasted. And she said to me on the walk back, um, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we drink so much? 
that we just feel like shit. And I just looked at her and I said, you know, I, I'm 34 <laughs> years old. Like, I don't do that to myself anymore. Maybe you should think about why this is happening to you. Like I had two drinks. I'm not wasted. Cause I don't like to put myself in that environment and something in that triggered her and she just lost her shit. And so yeah. I go back up to the room, I'm doing my skincare regimen and, uh, I hear the door slam and I'm like, okay, whatever. I go to get in bed. She comes back in. She's like mumbling, throwing things. And I turn the lights off. I'm like, I'm not going to take on this energy. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. Around um, 1.30 in the morning, I get a bang, 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 knock at the door. I go to get up to open the door. I trip over the stuff that she had thrown. And I fall face forward into the dresser. And I broke my forefront front teeth. <gasps> And I'm bleeding. There's blood everywhere. I go to open the door and I'm like, I'm in such shock. There's like blood all over me, blood all over everything. And I open the door and she doesn't even react to me. Right. (laughs) So, um, she has no idea what's going on. She's yelling at me and I'm like sitting there like trying to process what just happened. And I'm just in complete and utter shock. So after she leaves, like I call my mom, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I call my brother because my brother's a trauma surgeon and I'm like, do I need to go to the hospital? Like, what do I do? I've got like a busted lip. And he's like, well, are you, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, my teeth are broken. It was just, it was so much that was going on all at once. And, um, mind you, I'll just give you a little bit of backstory of why it had to be my teeth for me to wake up and like, get it. Um, I never liked my teeth prior. And we have a cousin that's a dentist that spent about two years. I did Invisalign with him for two years. I did a gum surgery to raise my gums And then after that, I got 10 porcelain veneers and I had the perfect smile that I wanted. Right. And through that process. And so I, and I called him, I called first, I called Christy and Christy's like our cousin, Christy, she's like, Paul Troy. I'm like, I'm going to have to book like an emergency flight to Cincinnati to fix this. Like, I don't want anybody to see me. This is horrible, whatever. So I fly to Cincinnati. I go see Troy and he looks just as devastated as I do because we spent so much time on this. Yeah. And he's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? I'm like, just give me whatever news. <laughs> um, and he's like, all right. So your, your front teeth are broken up to the root. I have to remove them immediately. I'm going to give you temporaries. We'll let your gum seal in about eight weeks. He's like, I'll give you new teeth and it's going to be fine. I'm like, okay. And it was fucking painful. Excuse my language, but it was like, some of the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And so I go back to my parents and it was just, I hadn't really told anyone what happened, but through that girl, it was so much drama. Like so many people were calling, texting me and it was just super dramatic. And I remember sitting in the backyard. It was draining. Yeah. So draining. And my dad just looks at me and he's like, Laura, he's like, I can count my closest friends on one of my hands. You don't need a hundred friends. And then my mom just looks at me and she goes, there's a reason why you're going through this. There's a lesson to be learned. You just have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And um, so my dad and I go back inside. We do a Joe Dispenza meditation. And uh, he says, I keep getting to this door in my meditation and I can't open it. And I said, it's probably your subconscious. You got to figure out why you can't open the door. Like, I can't tell you. He's like, I wish I could just meet Joe Dispenza and ask him, why can't I open this door? So, um, so I'm just telling him, you know, you got to go inside yourself, figure out why you can't open the door or whatever. And then in that moment, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like it smacked me in the face. I also um, work in the cannabis industry and I have a harvest crew and we go and we harvest product. And I had lost like three accounts at work. 
because I had all these employees that did not care about the product anymore. They didn't care about what they were doing mm. and I wasn't firing them. I just let them stay there, you know, and people it hit me pleasing. all <laughs> people pleasing It hit me all at once. And it was like, Oh my, I had my spiritual awakening. It was like, this is happening because of you, Laura. This is not happening because of anyone else. You're allowing yourself to align with people that don't align with your inner being. Yeah. And sometimes the most loving thing you can do, like if these people don't want to be at work, like let them go find the job that they love. Bye. You know, Bye. so, um, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was that. And then it was these friends that you're hanging out with. Like you can love people, but you don't have to be their friend. That's and, right. Like there are other people that will align with them. So I felt like a completely different person. I was like, I'm getting on the plane tomorrow and going back to LA and I just started firing people. I'm like shooting all these texts. I'm shooting all these phone calls. And I'm like, you know what? Do you want to be there? No. Okay. Well, how about you go find a job that you love? Like, I'm not going to hold you back and I'm not going to hold yeah. my business back because mm -hmm. you don't want to be here. And, uh, I just felt amazing. And I told myself in that moment, I'm going to just a question that I continuously ask myself now is what is the most loving thing I can do for Laura? And I mm -hmm. said, all right, when I get off this plane, I'm going to, from here on out, only do what is most loving for Laura. So I felt like a completely different person. I'm like on a high, right? Mm -hmm. I get off the plane. I look to the right. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. This line is so long. Okay. So I look to the left. There's a Delta lounge. And I typically only would go to the Delta lounge before my flights, never after my flights. But I didn't even know if they'd let me in. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I want a free latte before I go to work. Yes, a diehard Delta, Delta lounger, by the way, guys. Lars, a diehard Delta lounger. I mean, especially <laughs> after this situation. So, I know. So, so what <laughs> happened when you entered the Delta lounge? So I go to. I'm like, I need a latte, and I wanna, I wanna go to the bathroom, and it's for free. So I'm just, I'm gonna go. So I asked them. I'm like, I, I'm after my flight. I didn't know that they would let me in after, and they were like, Yeah, absolutely, you can go in. I'm like, Okay, I want to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? I get off the escalator. I'm walking around. I turn to my left and sitting in front of me is Dr. Joe Dispenza. What? I, I just, my jaw dropped like 10 feet. I mean, mind you, I'm still got a busted lip. I mean, I did have, I did have nice, perfect temporary teeth, but I just look at him and I go, Oh my God, you changed my life. And he just smiles so big and starts laughing. And I said, I was just doing, and he's on the phone with someone and I just keep talking. Cause like I was in oh such gosh, shock. I love it. And I talked to him for like 20 minutes, but I'm like, you have no idea. I sat with my father last night in Cincinnati and we're doing a Joe Dispenza meditation. And he asked me why he can't open the door that he keeps seeing. And he wants to ask you why he can't open the door. And he just starts laughing. I'm like, this is crazy. And he goes, is it Laura? He's like, is it odd or is it God? And oh, I'm like, I like that. This is, it's God. So he's is like, we got to get you to, he's like, we got to get you to a workshop. I tell him about my dad. He's like, we got to get your dad to a workshop. I'm like, I really have to go to the bathroom. He's like, go to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> he's like, go to the bathroom, come back and, and we'll talk. So I went to the bathroom. I came back. This man talked to me for like 20 minutes. And it just, and I didn't even realize in that moment what I had done, but I can't tell you, it put me on such a high and there's something that he talks about in his teachings that I feel like I did for myself. <laughs> when you start breaking down the old self, your old self dies, you create a new personal reality, a new personality, 
and you create new neural pathways in your brain when you choose yes. to be differently. Absolutely. And the universe will show you in such a way that it's such a miracle that you can't ignore it. So you're so aware of what you just did. So I literally created running into Joe Dispenza through choosing a different path. <laughs> but for me, I had to get smacked in the face to realize. <laughs> literally. literally. Well, and the funny thing that I'm pulling together from all of this is quite literally, so your dad's doing this meditation and he can't open a door and your problem started when you were trying to get to a door to open it. Like the connection <laughs> between those two things, that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> You're like, Dad, don't open the door. Just leave it closed. <laughs> Just walk away. Take- that is hilarious. <laughs> My takeaway is Laura will ditch Joe Dispenza to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> duty calls, man. Sometimes you just got to go. But here's I the mean, thing. He waited. He waited oh, and continued was, the conversation. That's he hilarious. was on the phone. I, when I think about it at the time, it was probably so rude of me. But I was like... <laughs> He was literally talking to someone and I'm just like spitting out all this stuff at him because I was in like such shock and on Fan such girling. a high. Yeah. It was just, it was insane. Like it was, it changed my life. It, and in that moment I learned like the universe gave me such a gift. Like this is what happens when you love yourself. So now I don't even question. And it's, I will say now I've learned the pendulum's gone the whole opposite way. I'm trying to bring it back more in the middle um because now if something doesn't align i'm just like okay let's part ways peace like i don't you know so, which isn't always the best thing to do i feel like right. but right i think what i've learned through that is the more you practice your meditation getting in your body you can trust that intuition but if you don't yes. practice it do not trust it it's a practice you know That's such a good point and it's something um we talk about this repeatedly here in all of the episodes is the value of and right it's not this or that it's not all of this or all of that thing it's and so you said your pendulum has swung all the way to the other side yeah. and you're trying to bring it back and that's the power of and it's yeah. thinking and following intuition it's practicing and understanding what the message that you're receiving it's um, asking for and receiving, it's all part of a cycle that's necessary. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That is so true. And it's, uh, yeah, I've had to learn how to balance that out. But ultimately, the thing that I hear over and over again, and this is in the four agreements, if you've ever read this, it's you don't have to trust anybody as much as you have to trust yourself. And the more we really get to know ourselves, the more we can trust ourselves. If you don't know yourself, then you cannot trust yourself. But you have to take that time out to quiet your mind, to really go inside and figure out what, why you're in this world, Mm -hmm. you know, why you want to be in this world. And then if you know that you can trust yourself, the people, the places, the things will come. But um, if you start second guessing and not trusting yourself, you really have to do the work. You have to practice more and more getting in tune with your intuition. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I love that this is something that not only do you talk about it, but you do live the life with it. Um, and, yeah. and the, the short time that we have known each other, um, <laughs> I know that, you know, your healing journey is one that you have accepted is a lifelong journey and, and you yeah. really do lean into it on a daily basis. Um, that's why I say, I, I really do find the way that you choose to live life 
um, really inspirational in the sense that I feel many people can learn from it because it is really hard work to adhere to these things. And we all have moments where we flub or the routine goes to the wayside or whatever. But the fact is you always come back to it. You keep coming yeah. back to it. And I think that is what, you know, so many of us can take away from this as well is, you know, give yourself some grace and, Actually, Laura, you were wearing that shirt whenever I give yourself you. some grace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's it. one of my, <laughs> one of my, um, favorite sayings that I get a lot of through meditation. I write a lot of poetry because I feel like mm. that's my connection to source. And one of my favorite lines from source that I got through a meditation was, um, give yourself some grace. You are perfectly divine. Let that fill this space. And if you can remember that you came from source, because we are all source energy, right? I personally think that God was super bored because, like, <laughs> what else is there to do? So then he separated, and we became all these humans and animals and beings all over Earth. And um, we, But we have to remember where we came from. Absolutely. And everybody has that love and that light in them. Just sometimes people forget. And it's just when you remember that, and you connect to that, that is when you are your highest self. A hundred percent. Um, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly in so many different ways. And this is why I know the journey that you're on and where you were headed is truly the right path. Um, yeah. you know, Laura and I spent a lot of time talking about doing retreats and all that good stuff together. Yeah. And, 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 you know, honestly, that was a big part of my trip out to California back in September when we connected and I definitely feel there's plenty, plenty uh, to come between the two of us in future. Absolutely. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. I am too. Yeah. Once I get, once I get this, this business down, I'll be ready for the next one step at a time. Absolutely. One day at a time. You have yeah. One moment, one breath. One, one day at a time. <laughs> So often we want to take all the things on at once, but I love what I heard from your story um, that I kind of want to hone in on as we come to the close of the conversation, right, um, is the power of encouraging other people and being that light and showing what it looks like to love yourself and giving other people um, just that example to see. Um, I think that's incredibly power and even keeping in mind that this month is Women's History Month. Um, when we do that as women in a community, we can make huge changes when we give each Absolutely. other that grace and give each other that um, just gift of kindness instead of trying to compete with one another and trying to. Absolutely. Um, it just it's a whole different world. So I love that you're doing that. I love the idea of what you're doing in L.A. I cannot wait to hear how the event goes. Um you girls I have think. to come out to one of our events. I, hey, I need a little oh. more runway than a couple of weeks, but. <laughs> That's right. Every She's month. a planner. We're doing one but every month. Every month. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a planner. It is true. Um, and that does sound like an amazing opportunity. So I know that I personally look forward to hearing how it goes, what you learn, you know, what comes out of it, because I think. That's going to have ripples in your community that um, some of which you probably won't know about, but at least some yeah. you can see. Yeah, I hope so. Laura, what is the big takeaway that you want to make sure our listeners, um, you know, gain from all the things that you shared, all the words of wisdom and personal disclosure from today? 
I just want them to know that um, they don't need to trust anybody as much as they trust themselves and that all of us have a purpose on this earth. And if you could just really hone in to who you are at the core of your soul um, and listen and trust that inner guidance, you can free yourself to live your best life, which is on the highest path possible. Absolutely. That is beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for spending time Thank with you. us. And for all of the laughs, oh my goodness, this um, <laughs> always, anybody Lindsay brings on that she's met, like the little spark plug she mentioned, it's always guaranteed for there to be laughter and typically tears as well, but that might be another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies, oh, so boy. much. I loved it. Thank you for sharing yeah. with me. All right, guys and dolls, don't forget to check out Conscious Events LA and keep in mind, Bloom is their first major event. It is taking place on March 18th. Is it Venice Beach? It's in Venice. Yeah. It's like, okay. uh, it's 1720 Main Street. All righty. Y'all heard it straight from the source. <laughs> All right, guys. So we will see you next Tuesday. And until then, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and all of your favorite platforms. If you've been listening to our episodes, thank you so much. Please do not forget to leave us a five-star review because it boosts us in the algorithm. Thanks so much. See you next Bye, Tuesday. y'all. And we all say everything is going to be just fine. It's going to fall. The sun is gonna set on your terrible day.